Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Isn't it good? All this sunshine? <laughs> I'm glad somebody thinks so. <laughs> I have a few notices. Um, the first one is that there is no lunch or craft club uh, this Thursday, coming Thursday, uh, the second, which is the Queen's Jubilee. So that uh, is not on. Um, next Saturday, we are having a celebration tea at 2.30 for the Jubilee. Um, it's a case of just bring your own food. Drinks will be provided. If there are a few of you or a family or a few friends um, who are going to join together when they get here, well, it will be good. Why don't you each bring something so that you can share with, uh, with your friends? Tony Andrews has asked that if you are going uh, to the event, could you please put your names on the list on the notice board near the serving hatch so that they'll know how many tables to get out. Um, on Tuesday, uh, the 31st, is the funeral of Jean Lomas. Could you please remember Ken and the family in your prayers? Prayers are also needed for Jim Whitaker and Brenda Bleasdale, both in, Chor in Preston Hospital, and Ron and uh, Smith, uh, Frieda's husband, and Audrey Bibby. So there's a few to keep you going uh, before our service starts. So let us pray. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, touch again the worship we bring you this morning. Speak through the hymns we will sing, the words we will hear, the prayers we will offer, and the fellowship we will share, so that your fruit may grow in us, your gifts be released, your power and might be displayed, and your counsel given. Open our hearts to all you say to us and all you would do amongst us. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. I'm now going to welcome Kate to our pulpit and, uh, and be glad to hear what she has to say to us. Thanks, Thank Kate. you. Good morning. We moved the step so I didn't fall off it when I walk up and down, but now I can't, can't quite see over here. So let's start the service this morning with a prayer. In light and in darkness in peace and in confusion. Jesus Christ wants to make his home and meet his friends. In him, there is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither insider nor outsider. All are one in Jesus Christ. In him there is neither rich nor poor, neither black nor white. In him there is neither male nor female, neither master nor servant. All are one in Jesus Christ. Amen. We'll sing our first hymn, should be hopefully on the screen, or it's in song, Singing the Faith, number 691, What Shall Our Greeting Be?
Our first reading is taken from the book of John, chapter 17 and verses 20 to 26. It is entitled, Jesus Prays for All Believers. My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one Father, just as you are in me and I am in you. May they also be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one. I in them, and you in me. May they be brought to complete unity, to let the world know that you sent me, and have loved them even as you have loved me. Father, I want those you have given me to be with me where I am, and to see my glory, the glory you have given me because you love me before the creation of the world. Righteous Father, though the world does not know you, I know you, and they know that you have sent me. I have made you known to them, and will continue to make you known in order that the love you have for me may be in them, and that I myself may be in them. Amen. Thank you. Yeah, I did wonder about using that reading. It does seem to be a bit one of these where you, you can see how many sentences you make from the same ten words, doesn't it? But we will, we will keep that in our minds as we go on, and we'll talk about it a bit more in a bit. So let us pray now our prayer of confession. Each thing we have received came from God. Each thing we enjoy comes from God. God of life, you are the source of all goodness and the satisfaction of all our desires. Our understanding of you is small. Increase it. Our desire to do your will is weak. Enliven it. The seed you have planted has yet to bear fruit. Ripen it. But first, create in us clean hearts, as in your sight we unburden ourselves of guilt, of anger, of fear, of pride of hardness of heart, of weakness of intention. Jesus, Son of Mary, have mercy on us. Jesus, Saviour of the world, make peace within us. Christ, King of glory, be with us and for us, wherever life takes us. In the common path of our calling, whether it be easy or uneasy to tread, whether it be bright or dark to follow, Let your perfect guidance protect us. Amen. We have another 
reading this morning. It's a poem from a book called Praying Like a Woman, which I use sometimes, and it's by someone called Nicholas Lee. And it's called, With Others, A Statement of Interdependence. I do not stand alone, but with others to support me, I will stand my ground. I do not see the way, but with others to walk it with me, I can make a path. I do not possess the truth, but with others to witness what they know, I will be able to discern what is right. I cannot master all skills, but with others who will lend their accomplishments, I can do enough. I cannot carry every burden, but with others to share it, I may bear my own load. I cannot meet all needs, but with others to nourish and replenish me, I will be able to give enough. I do not have limitless free choice, but with others to consult, I will make my own choices gladly. I will not always be consistent, but with others to laugh with me, I will regain my equanimity. I am not invincible, but with others to reach out a hand, I may learn from my mistakes and start again. I cannot be perfect, but with others to make up the shortfall of my imperfections, I can be content to be good enough. We're going to sing again, number, I can't read my own writing, 673, Will You Come and Follow Me?
Our second reading this morning is from the book of Acts, chapter 16, verses 16 to 34, entitled Paul and Silas in Prison. Once, when we were going to the place of prayer, we were met by a slave girl who had a spirit by which she predicted the future. She earned a great deal of money for her owners by fortune-telling. This girl followed Paul and the rest of us, shouting, These men are servants of the Most High God, who are telling you the way to be saved. Right, did I give you the wrong reading to start off? Well, that's what I'm doing. Right, my apologies. I gave you the wrong reading. I did wonder. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was a lot. (laughs) Right, it starts at 25. Sorry about that. Very sorry about that. (laughs) Breakdown in communications. This reading is from Acts chapter 16, (laughs) verses 25 to 34. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. At once, all the prison doors flew open, and everybody's chains came loose. The jailer woke up, and when he saw the prison doors open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself because he thought the prisoners had escaped. But Paul shouted, Don't harm yourself, we are all here. The jailer called for lights, rushed in and fell trembling before Paul and Silas. He then brought them out and asked, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? They replied, Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all the others in his house. At that hour of night, the jailer took them and washed their wounds. Then immediately, he and all his family were baptised. The jailer brought brought them into his house and set a meal before them. He was filled with joy because he had come to believe in God. He and his whole family. Amen. Thanks be to God. And now we come to our prayer of intercession. Let us pray. Great and generous God, graciously set your eye this day on those who know their need of you. Through pain, through trouble, through grief, through their own mistakes, In particular, we pray for those who we know who are in pain and grieving. We pray for Jim, Brenda, Ron, Audrey, Ken, 
and his family. Nurse the sick, bandage the broken, console the desolate, forgive the penitent. Christ who shared our flesh, graciously set your eye this day on those who have no need of you. Through pride, through disappointment, through doubt, through the failure of false friends. Soften the hardened heart. Confront the arrogant will. Uncover hidden depths and the truth that sets us free. Holy Spirit, breath of God, move among us this day. Open us to the beauty of the earth so that we may become its servants. Open us to the wonder of life that we may see you at every corner. Open to us the storehouse of your grace and we will be made new for Jesus' sake. Amen. We sing again number 251, Jesus Christ is waiting.
So didn't we have some fun with readings this morning? <clears throat> right. <clears throat> As you are in me, and I am in you, may they also be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given them, so that they may be one as we are one. I in them and you in me, that they may become completely one. So that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Basically, that's the same sentence twice, but that's okay. John had a bit of a point to make, and that's fine. Oh, fabulous. Just leave that there. That'd be great. So, you may have picked up from the, uh, the, the, we, the readings and the prayers and things so far that the theme this morning is about being one, about unity, and how... Being one as Jesus and the Father are one is a thing. And why? Why is it so important to John or Jesus or whoever it was that actually wrote this stuff down that being one is a thing? What does it matter? What do we care? Well, the reading gives us that one too. The world may know that you have sent me and have loved them. We are called to be one, not just because it's nice, but because it shows the world the love of God. So, being one. Now, the thing about being one is that it kind of has to cover everybody. If we're not all included, then we're not one. We're two or three or more. We cover all people in one. There can't be us and them if we are one there's just us all of us which is one of the the reasons why i picked that first hymn do you remember the 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 the, the little the line or two may we no more defend barriers he died to end There are no barriers except the ones that we build. There are no groups except the ones that we create. There is no them except in our heads. There is just us. So what does that mean in a sort of less theoretical way? It means that there is no justice unless there is justice for everyone. It means that there is no equality unless there is equality for everyone. And so when we are called to love and be one, just as Jesus 
and the Father are one, what that means is that we are called to bring justice for all. We are called to bring equality for all. Because there is no justice until everyone has justice. That's kind of a high standard though, isn't it? That's quite a lot of oneness. But that's the way to be one. And it made me think... Now, where was it? It made me think of this poem about interdependence. We can't be perfect, but together we can move this forward. When we talk about being the answer to our prayers... This is the bit where we're called to be the answer to that prayer. Or at least take the next few steps towards it. We are called to be the next step. There's a Jewish proverb, I think, or a sort of saying. Something about how we're not called to finish the job, but we are called to do our bit towards it. And that's what this makes me think of. We're not going to see justice for everyone and equality for everyone. None of us. Not even the ones in the creche. It ain't happening. But that doesn't mean we give up. That doesn't mean we stop. That doesn't mean we get to say, well, it's not my problem. If this is Jesus' prayer, then it's our job, our responsibility to move the world forward towards answering that prayer. And that prayer is that everyone will be one. And everyone will be one so that Everyone can know how much God loves all of us. So, what does that give us for the reading from Acts? Paul in prison, earthquake, doors open, chains fall off, Paul stays put. Okay, why? Doors open, you go, don't you? Now, what that tells me is that this is an example of Paul and whatever his name was. That's it. Barnabas was the other one, wasn't it? Paul and Silas showing how that oneness lives out. It struck me, now those of you who watch Star Trek or have ever seen it will know that there are disposable characters in Star Trek who wear red shirts. Okay? You've never watched, how can you never watch Star Trek? Oh my goodness me. I'm living in my own little science fiction universe, aren't I? Right. In, in Star Trek, there are these disposable characters. You get little extras each week, and they wear red uniforms, okay? And what happens is that they go down to this weird planet with green sky and whatever, and the red shirt character always dies in the first ten minutes, and everybody goes, ooh, something's dangerous is happening, okay? And it's kind of the way that the story goes. Now, it struck me that this jailer character is a bit like that red shirt character in Star Trek. Could have been disposable character. 
could never even have bothered mentioning this chap. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> there we go. That's the away team in red shirts. Okay, and you can guarantee that only the main characters will come back. Now, our jailer could be a red shirt. He could be that disposable character that nobody notices, nobody thinks about, nobody even mentions. My chains fell off. God is great. We escaped. But that's not what happens. Paul and whoever stay there because the jailer matters too. He's not a disposable character. He's not someone who they can forget about and just go because we are one. And if my actions have consequences for the jailer, my actions need to change in consideration for him. That is being one. They know the consequences of what would happen if they escaped. The man was ready with his sword in his hand. Something bad would have happened if he'd, not, if he'd been there with an empty jail and just him going, oh, no, earthquake, uh. So they stayed. That's being one. We are one when we start to behave and think as though everyone else is as important as us individually. There are no red shirts, there are no henchmen who can get just killed. Everyone or no one. All are one. If we're not all one, we're not one. So... As you are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given them so that they may be one as we are one. I in them, you in me, that they may become completely one so that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. I don't need to say any more, do I? Let's sing our next hymn. Number eight, God with us, creator father.
Let us pray. Gracious God, for your love for us, gentle as a shower, healing our pain, binding our wounds, we give you thanks. For your love for us, sure as the dawn transforming our darkness, revealing your truth, we give you thanks. For your love for us, mercifully steadfast, calling us up, raising us up, we give you thanks. For your love for us, encouraging questions, open to doubts, making us vulnerable. We give you thanks. Urge us on, O Christ, to find wholeness through serving you by serving others in the power of your spirit. Amen. Now, I believe that there are some people at the back who've been doing some stuff. Okay, do you want to come and show us? Hello. Come on. Come on, let's see what you've done. You going to come and show us what you've done? Come on, I've been dying to see what you're up to up the back there. Right. What have you done? I've made like cubes here. Tell, tell everyone. I've made like cubes out of paper, and then I've done like tape to cover it all. So you've used you've used tape to cover them up, and then paper for like the base. Cool. Thank you. So what have you been doing? I, I've been doing to my lunch to pop and to. How about, I was like, to... Have you done a picture? Picture of his best to you. Well done, thank you. Now I need to get this back. There we are. That was elegant, wasn't it? So thank you for showing us what you've been doing. Ooh, good timing. Right. So we're going to come now to our final hymn. Number 611, she says, confidently. One day I'm going to learn to write legibly. I'll have to stop being a teacher, won't I? Brother, sister, let me serve you.
we go out to play our part in answering the prayer. To be one. To bring justice. To bring equality. And to show the love of God to all of us. And so we say together, the grace, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen.